This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. It was supposed to be the war to end all wars. Well, as we all know, it didn't end all wars, but it did shape our entire world and especially our culture and economy and our politics here in the United States. Yeah, World War One affects how we live today. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. Joining me now is the president and CEO of the National World War One Museum and Memorial, Dr. Matthew Naylor. Matt, thank you so much for the time today. Yeah, happy to be with you. I am a self-professed history nerd. What's unique about the World War One Museum is that there really aren't many efforts to preserve and continue that history and that discussion around the country. Right. Well, you know, in fact, we're really unique in many ways. We're the only institution like this in the United States. And then globally, we're very different than others because we tell the story of all of those who are involved, whereas other countries... Uh, their museums focus on just their country. We certainly tell the American story, but we tell a much bigger story. And so it's a really compelling museum. And it is. And I have been to it a number of times, um, especially all the years I lived in Kansas City. And a lot of people may be surprised that something like this is in the heartland of the country. It's not in New York City or or anything like that. I I like to think that it represents the very best of of the American heartland. Uh, It was an initiative really crowdsourced funding right from the very beginning. Whereas in other countries, it's top down. The federal government or the state government decide that they need to have a national museum. Here it was the people of Kansas City and the region who, from the bottom up, uh, began to do this work and have stewarded it for all these years. And then consequently, the Congress designated it as the National Museum and then more recently, the National World War One Memorial. A great story of crowdsource funding and local stewardship. And it's as well done as any museum I've ever been. Yeah, yeah. thank you for that. Indeed, it is. You know, decisions were made to who to work with, with the architects and with the exhibit designers, and they chose the very best. And, uh, you know, for the last numbers of years, TripAdvisor has rated us in the top 25 museums across the whole country. And, uh, you know, there's no other art, history or science museum in the Midwest region that meets that except for us. That's something we're really proud of. Yeah, and you should be. So let's talk about why that's so important. Obviously, nobody from the World War I years is still with us now. That's right. All of the veterans have died. So why is it so important to keep the knowledge of this era of history uh, alive and in front of people and as part of the discussion? What's the importance of that? World War I redefined the role of the United States in the world. It's the first truly global conflict. People from all inhabited continents and from islands all across the world were swept up into this founding catastrophe of the 20th century. You can't think of the American century without understanding that really it began with the US entering into World War One, moved from an isolationist country and really brought it out on the world stage from which it then uh, became a superpower, military economic superpower. Um, so it's, it's firstly defining for the United States. Um, it's been said that history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. <laughs> and so there's great uh, value in us reflecting on the circumstances around World War One and its aftermath in order for us to make better decisions for the world today. I am convinced that in this country, we teach history all wrong. Uh, we teach location, name, date, match the two or three, and it's just a resuscitation of facts. 
what is it we should be doing, not just with the history of World War I, but when we look into history, what should we do? We be doing better with historical information? One of the things that we do at the National World War I Museum Memorial in our really extensive community outreach, you know, last year we served more than 14 million students across the country. So here in from the heartland, this national uh, museum is really doing tremendous work, is that we really focus around the big themes. And that, that really resonates with people. When we talk about the impact of World War I, for example, on medicine or on civil rights, on women's rights, on the evolution of technologies, on the independence movements and how um, people work toward uh, democratic ex- um, expressions, when we're, when we're able to treat it like that, it seems to me that there's much more deeper connection than to people's experience today. One of the things that we do is talk about the enduring impact of the war, the way in which we continue to live in the war's shadow. And uh, by building those parallels between um, the what happened 100 years ago and, and how we can use that to shape our experience, it really helps people um, uh, find a history a useful tool for their own experience. In so many other areas, uh, sports comes to mind, uh, movies come to mind, music comes to mind. We occasionally look back in the realm of nostalgia but I don't know that we necessarily look back in history as something that is still so relevant today. So I think there's a mindset change. I wish a lot of us, and myself included, would incorporate more when we talk about history. Because you hear young people say, Ugh, I hate history, because they don't understand that it's still relevant yeah. today. One of the things that we've learned, though, that is that there's a deep vein of interest in World War One and its enduring impact. In the last five years, the visitors to the National World War One Museum and Memorial has increased by 65%. Wow. And even this year, in 2019, we're running ahead year-to-date against 18. So that trend continues. So that's telling us two things, seems to me. One of them is it's a great museum it and is. memorial, yeah. and it's worth coming to see. But secondly, that when people do experience that, they find that it does connect with their own lives. And so there's a reason then to come back or to invite their friends. Now, you're not just – I mean, your focus obviously is World War One, but you have some upcoming projects with uh, regarding the Vietnam War as we well. We do. The uh, later, Vietnam conflict. In, yeah. Indeed. Later this year, we're um, opening an exhibition called Vietnam War 1945-1970. Uh, that really tells the story of this uh, profound uh, international event. And we're also drawing the linkage between World War I. As, um, w- Vietnam War, is, in many respects, is an outgrowth of decisions made and experiences around uh, what happened in World War I. A couple of examples of that. About 100,000 Vietnamese were in uh, France during the war. If, if Vietnam was Indochina. It was a French colony during that period. So about 49,000 workers went to work in factories, munitions, plants, so forth, and then about 49,000 were uh, troops. And their experience in France was very different than what it was in Vietnam, including Ho Chi Minh, who was at the Paris Peace Talks, presented points, including um, uh, this question of... Um, of self-determination. And so those uh, workers came back to France afterwards to find themselves not treated well by their French colonizers. Be really sowed the seeds then or, or fomented um, the beginnings of the revolution. And so um, the, this linkage is really quite profound. And then, of course, the notion of self-determination 
that came out of World War I. It was really important to countries right across the globe. With the deconstruction of empires, um, these um, former colonies, the people began to ask, well, what about us? Whereas self-determination was principally thought of as a European idea, people right across the globe soon took a hold of that. And so that then also contributed significantly. So World War I continues to have this rippling effect right across the globe. And so we're excited about the Vietnam story. It's such an important story to be told. It is clearly linked to World War I, and we've got a, this wonderful exhibition um, that we'll, we'll be opening on Veterans Day weekend in this year. And you can learn more about that at the website, which is? At theworldwar.org. Theworldwar.org. And for those who aren't going to be in Kansas City anytime soon around the country, so many resources on that website, they can still benefit from seeing that. Absolutely. Come to the website because we've got a whole host of things. We have about 16 online exhibitions. Uh, We have uh, about 250 lectures on a YouTube channel, lots of audio content, as well as um, lots of images for people to be able to do their own research. Uh, It's a a well-visited and great website. Similarly, our social media, we push out a lot of educational content in just bite-sized pieces that people continue to learn then about uh, the war and its enduring impact. All really interesting stuff. Yeah, it is. And you bring history to life uh, in a way that few people are able to do. Thank you for what you're doing, Matt. So good to, to talk to you again. Thank you for being on the program. Yeah, happy to be with you. So when you're in Kansas City the next time, I encourage you, go to the National World War I Museum and Memorial. I also encourage you to check out the American Viewpoints Facebook page. We'd love to have you as part of that community. So get involved in the conversation. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. We'll talk to you again next week. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her Mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.